The Kickback Show. Kickback. I came over here to see what y'all going to Big Booty Judy graduation party. Danny Vita and Girl B. I, I, I already know. By control. By DJ Sid. You wanna dance? <laughs> yes, I do. But not with you. <laughs> right. Right. On Holly Unique Radio. I'm a rat. I can't talk with my girl in. What's up, y'all? Hello, hello, hello. How we doing? Hi, hi, hi. Are we live? Yeah. We oh hot? Yeah, yeah, we going. We going to record. I'm just going to edit it in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to turn your headphones up. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Welcome, guys. It's the Kickback Podcast. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's your host with the most. We got yes, the host with the DJ Sip. Yeah. Danny Vita and uh, girl. The girl. Yeah, the girl. yeah, yeah. The girl. The girl. Hi. What's yeah, up, yeah. girl? Where you been at? Sick. All okay. Week. Sorry about earlier. I'm getting over <laughs> a little cold too myself. The last two weeks I've been sounding like Jadakiss and shit in here. So <laughs> now I'm hella raspy and all that. I'm so glad. To to look here. Look Don't let the man's win. I know. Never that. Well, I'm so glad to see you here on fleek. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Living your best life. Um, how was y'all's week? What's, what's, what's new? What's going on? Straight, man. I'm, um, I'm getting prepared to go out of town. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to go. The birthday coming up? Birthday boy? Boy, finna go to, where you finna go? Going to Cuba, yeah. Cuba. Oh. Finna go to Cuba. About to head an excursion to Cuba, mate. Get <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. dip- diplomatic I'm about community. I'm to tell y'all niggas all about the Cuba, the real you know, Cuba. I'm ready. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. ready. Wi-Fi is be spotty, so I'm gonna record it. <laughs> vlog. So I'm gonna sure. vlog. I'm gonna vlog it. Um, I'm gonna do a YouTube shit coming up soon. Good yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Besides that, I was just chilling, man, getting ready, working. I did. Yeah, I, um, smoking wax. Smoking wax, eh? Right, shout out to C Design. Shout out to Shout the Prince. Shout out to Prince. Yeah, right. Shout out to Prince. Prince is the connect. I'm done with y'all. Um, oh, I did an event last night. I actually hosted an event called All Women Everything. Mm. Um, shout out to the King Society. It was at Artesian's Bar and Gallery mm. on Peachtree. It was really nice, but literally it was All Women Everything from the host, the DJ, DJ Samore. Um, there were caterers. Samore like the comedian? Like, no. No, like, give me DJ, more. this is Samore. Like, Samore. Give me more. Damn, I'm lost, y'all. I don't think there's no Samore wow. the comedian. No, but DJ, um, artist, it was a really big, uh, it was a really nice event. So that was, that was pretty fun. Nice. So all women, everything. Who put it on? Was it just all women, everything? So Leah, shout out to my OG Leah, okay. you know, she, she had to go out of town. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but she put me on and the promoter is the King Society. Oh. Uh, and yeah, I mean, they do it like once a month. So I'm gonna definitely get y'all in on the, you know, next. Okay. On my lady. Yeah, I'm trying to go in. I'll go in like Juana, man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'll be real problematic, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Maxiel, whatever the homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, anywho, how have you been? You know, I've been lovely. Okay. I've been lovely. <laughs> we have a guest in the building today, We too. do have a guest in the yes, building. And I'm glad that all three components of the Kickback Podcast are here to interview this gentleman. We formerly Voltron. Yeah. I love it. I watched the Ant-Man and the Wasp last night. Really? It's a good movie. The, so I gotta the watch Ant, it. The Ant Man and the Wasp. You hear me over here? Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> yes. Yes. Niggas Yes. Niggas is high and shit. Yes. But we have Miguel Cruz in the building. What's good? Make some noise. Make some. All you high ass niggas in the back. Damn. 
Everybody y'all calming. Me hell. Yeah, it's in my head. No, thank you for coming. Uh, this is, I feel like it's a long time. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking about it, but I know that when I first, when you first approached about the show, you was fucking with it. You know, you like the vibe. So I'm glad that you were here to give some um, insight and knowledge. And I knew it was just going to be such a New York based episode because uh, did your, 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 they still come. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Dallas. Shout out to Dallas. Is the mic, make sure the mic flipped on. Oh, that part. There you go. I've been talking. I've been on. There you go. Now. I hear you. you I hear you. One, two, one, two. Sound now. man. We good now. Sound man. But, um, yeah, how you feeling, sir? I'm feeling good, you know. Glad to be in here in the building. You know, oh, wow, yeah. Talk about the industry and whatever else pop up, you know, so. For sure, for sure. So let's get from to the beginning. Mm. Let's talk about where you're from, because we already hear it in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> Bed Star, um, by way of Dallas, Texas. My mother's from the South. Yes. My pops is from Southern Cuba. Southern Bill. Mijel Cruz. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What are your parents, Dominican? He's such no, a... my dad's from Cuba. Cuba. Oh, yeah. really? Cuba. What part of Cuba? Yeah, uh, from Havana. Okay. Yeah, he was a cabbie up in New York. It's like I got my mom. Did he come over like on the Mariel boat? Nah, oh. he came on. on a, every fucking thing. I don't know what boat he came on, but he okay. got over here. Okay. <laughs> Period. But, yeah, he I'm came, excited. Uh, he came, actually, he said he came doing the Bear Pigs incident. Yo. Mm. So... That's some wild. Yeah. We could talk about that. I'm not even gonna talk about that. That's some wild yeah. I mean, US <laughs> shit. I figured out. But yeah, so um, New York and Dallas music mm-hmm. has been there forever. My mother, you know, okay. so my mother listened to everything. So that's pretty much how I really just got hooked on music, even the infant in her womb. So mm. that's pretty much yeah. Income, income. So you were living in Dallas as a child, or as yeah, back and forth. So okay. it was like, oh, we gotta go to Dallas. At first, I, st- I was born on the plane. Okay. My mom was taking off and going back to Dak- Dallas. Really? So, like, the pressure coming up, you know, pressure taking off. Really? She had me two months early. So, were you technically in a, like, what state were you in? Like I was in the air. We was leaving LaGuardia Airport. Oh, Damn. Wow. So, she said the pressure from it taking off caused her going to labor. That's why they wow. tell people don't fly when you're So, she Duh. Me, We landed, went to the hospital four months in, almost died. It was like, basically, here, take your kid, go home. He's gonna die. My mom said, mm. she said a prayer, boom, here I am. Damn, they said take me, damn, shut Yeah, my digestive system was developed all the way since I was okay. That's crazy. So, yeah, but, um, she said after that, I would just sit up and sit by a speaker and just listen to music all day. Really? Yeah. Really? What's some of your, like, things that she listened to, like? Um, she was doing, like, The Doors, mm. Led Zeppelin. Ooh. Um, pretty much all of the UK music. Yeah, yeah, That she grew up on. The Clash and and the soul like music. So it was pretty much that. Um, you two, who, um, your boy Sam Cook, she used to play that yeah. a lot. Um, pretty much every element from 70s, 80s on, you know, she was playing everything. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. dynamic of music to be listening to. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. her, her music is very eclectic, so. Damn. It was like, I was a kid and I didn't want to go out and play. I wanted to listen to music all day. Were you listening to like salsa and all that because you're oh, dad? Everything. My posse was listening to, you Tito Puente. Say your crew, so yeah. you know it was like that yeah, whole from everything. That's yeah, crazy. That whole element was just like soaking it up, you know. Mm-hmm. So then you made your way to Atlanta. Yeah, came to Atlanta actually um the first time like a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah, trying to get in the biz. Everybody closing doors. Mm. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna go to L.A. God damn Atlanta. Went out to L.A. <laughs> they always sleeping. Went you? to L.A. Um, Capping pretty ass much the same thing. <laughs> But I just said I was going to bully my way in out here, and that's what happened. Mm. So, I don't know. I read that you were into film. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Went to film school. I was in film before I went to film school, though. So, like, oh. the music in the film was, like, I was amazed by what was on screen, but more so the music. How did they do it? Mm-hmm. So, so you were into the production side. Right, the production of it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've shot like three. Um, actually, one that actually we went to, it wasn't South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. It was just a little film festival in New York. We got third place, so it was like, okay, this is real. We could really just come together. But it was, but putting your own money up and getting equipment, right. you know, dealing with crazy people at rental companies, they don't mm. want to give you no know, equipment because you don't have a credit card. So I'm yeah. like, yo, oh, talk we about shot it. it all on iPhones. Wow. iPhones and lenses. Look here, y'all. Really? Yeah. So that's <laughs> something I was to kind of double back to what we were talking about earlier when we go to Cuba I'm going to record it on my iPhone yeah just get and, your um, lens kit exactly because I was reading like and just like viewing some of these videos and like, I, I was it. recording on iPhones and yeah. I was like if you got a drone take that too dog yeah I think I was going to get a little gimbal and just yeah. rock out with that you got a GoPro no I need to get one oh. I don't have one yeah so we did it with um it was <laughs> seven iPhones um the little um kind of the little zoom microphone yeah. we ran the audio through there that's um, crazy so really now we synced them all. We uh, Filmic Pro, so we just put Filmic Pro on every. I downloaded it. We put it on every phone. We synced the time code and edited the footage and made sure the sound was right. And we got third place. Wow, he just taught y'all how to like. <laughs> Yo, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Investing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Spend, spend, spend all that weed or the hair money <laughs> Jordan, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Jordan's nigga. Off white. Yo, shoes for a second. Don't yes. buy the Gucci. So. <laughs> Is this movie available to be like seen somewhere online? Like if I wanted to see it? Um, it's not uploaded online. We just actually submitted it. Okay. The reason why we didn't submit it online because at that point we didn't know about embedding code as yeah. far as like retaining the rights. Yeah. You know, so now it's on, it's, it's different now. It's like, so what, what myself have coming for the people that was involved in that and other indie artists putting up a website to where instead of going straight to Apple or going to Google Play, you can get it directly from the source. I mean, monetizing your content. Mm. Oh, Instead right. of like, oh, I need you to put this up for me. Nah, we do it ourselves. I love it. I do. He give y'all niggas knowledge. I mean, seriously. Okay. Okay, so I want to talk about it, getting to it. You said you had to hustle your way into Atlanta. I had to bully my way in the game. Bully I your way my, in the game. I had to bully my way in the game. Talk about that, because even being in ATA land, you know, and we, at the Kickback Podcast, we talk about, you know, funding your passions, right. you know, while working nine to fives. And mm-hmm. it is a very hard thing. So I'm oh, sure yeah. you were still working. Had See, a regular I'm a barber by trade, so it was like, I have Shout flexibility. Shout out to the barbers. So <laughs> it was like, I have flexibility, but I didn't know anybody out here. Okay. So when I came out here, basically I was homeless but i had somewhere to live i had a house in dallas but i was homeless out here sleeping at the train at the airport damn I was like yo let me go back and get my car sleeping in my car going to every studio you know just pretty much doing a lot of shit that people wouldn't do mm-hmm. you know like okay let me let me pay you to cut hair in your barbershop this week i just need three days Oh, paying for the chair? The yeah. Like, so why you in town? I know how the game was because, I mean, I had a shop myself. So people won't try to hear what you're talking about unless you, like, come with money. So I'm like, okay, I got you. Yo, here, hit 200. Your booth rent 75. Here's 200. Yeah. Let me put, let me cut this week. Okay. So they probably thinking, like, yo, he's an idiot. No, I just blind you. You, you just let your greed blind you. So I just use that. So that's how I bully you my. You're going to make that 200 back in I'm going to make that back because they sitting in the chair at 50. Yeah. So Easy. You, you wondering how I'm beating you, and I just got here, and you from here. Right. I'm just applying a different hustle. I'm sure you had to compete. You know, Atlanta niggas. You know, they see you come uh, up in uh They they hate, but 
I don't look at it like that. I'm like, yo, we all can learn from everybody. Right. If I hate on somebody next to you, if he got something you got that you need, just look. Mm-hmm. But better yet, it's how you do this right here. Yo, let me, yo, if you got lines in your face, let me show you how to blend that line out. Talk about it. You know, <laughs> yo, you ain't using the blade properly. This is why you do this instead of clipping so you don't leave a, a burn mark across their whole headline. <laughs> Use the razor. Use the razor. You know, you paying for a service. Like, don't worry about the price. The service is what they're paying for. When they get up, they can't deny it. And the way I would get them, like, yo, let me cut your hair. If you don't like it, it's free. Mm. And they'd be like, okay. So when they done with it. Business, yeah. Boom, here we go. So that's how I was really, but the music, it was like, I didn't know anybody as far as in studios. So um, I tried to get in Patchwork a year and a half ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tried to Patchwork? I was sending like resume after resume. And I'm like, I ain't no resume dude. I was like, yo, this is corny, man. How are you going? I think you, pre- you, you prematurely judge someone off paper. Yeah. So that's interesting. So they asked you for a resume based off of, like, your previous work well, or just what you work? Of, um, what school you have attended, if any. Okay. Your previous knowledge. But basically it's like, you know, it's credibility. If you went through the time, like school, if you've gone through that year to learn something, they're like, okay, well, we know this person is disciplined. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. You might be disciplined, but can you do the work? Yeah. So I was like, forget, I'm going to so, go to L.A. So I have a question, yeah. just to, for the people listening. What were you applying for? Was it like an engineering job? Or? Yeah, audio engineer. And okay. To the, they don't hire outside. Yeah. You have to come in. They have yeah, to bring you, have you in. You work way up, yeah. So I was like, you mean I got to be an intern to come in? Yeah. All right, yeah. Word, sign me up then. Cool. Yeah. So, but that process has went from people looking at me like a rookie to like, yo, can you come and help me help me with this? I don't know how to do this. Hey, can you do this here? Then it leads to other people you wanted to, you know, so that build that place is the place to be at out here. Regardless of what people say, mm-hmm. that place is the spot. Yeah, there's always so many sessions going on every night. Yeah. And you never know who pops up. I mean and yeah. you never know just like the other night I met um someone who knows the uh president of Warner Music Group. Mm-hmm. Just off of him being in film. Damn. We talked for 10 minutes. He was like, I was like, oh, yeah, Tom Carson is somebody I want to meet. Oh, childhood friend. Grew up with him. Whatever. Look, boom, boom, boom. Let me call him. Hey, Tom, I got somebody here. He said he got some music. Just that mm-hmm. that quick, just from being in the building. Yeah. Okay. Small world, man. Don't sleep on yourself, guys. Mm. Ever. Great, great. So, talking about being in Atlanta. <laughs> no, I got it. We good. We good. We good. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I'm on the ride. I'm going to cook. He said I'm on the ride. <laughs> so um, speaking of, you know, producing and engineering, mm-hmm. you know, what would you say was your first, like, okay, I'm solid here? Um, I mean, I'm sure every moment, it was, every it was, day. Uh, but. It, was, it was actually prior to this. It was growing up. Yeah. Like my uncle used to work at um, Electric Lady in New York. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, around with. Eddie Kramer, when Jimi Hendrix first hit the scene, so my uncle started there as a janitor. Mm. And he worked his way up to being an engineer. So I would always mess with his gear. That's fucking you know, Look here. I, Talk about so, the story. I, I, yeah, so so my uncle was there. He was a roadie, but, you know, he did a lot of sound. Yeah. But at that place, he needed a job. Nobody would hire him. He was like, all we got is a janitor position. He's like, I'll take it. Happened to be in the building one day, and Eddie Kramer was the young, wild engineer. And he was like, I need some help. Hey, can you do this? I don't know how to do that. I'll show you. Who's coming in tonight? Jimi Hendrix. God, it was on 19th last night. 
So my uncle, early on as a kid, I would mess with his gear, and he would have records playing, and I would go to the EQ. I'm like, oh, messing with, messing with knob, turning knobs, messing with handles, and like, oh, it sounds better. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, it was kind of like something like it's in, an innate nature. Yeah. And if it's in you, it's there. Like a kid now, if a kid's going to be a boxer, they're already throwing punches at one. Mm. They're going to be a track star. They're running around, they're running around your house like, or dancing. They won't stop dancing. So you can tell that from a kid early on. And so it was really, but as an as I got older, maybe high school, because um, I had some friends, their fathers were engineers, mm-hmm. and I would go to their studios, and they'd have something on the board, they leave out, I'm up there messing with stuff, turning knobs, they come back in, I'm sitting down. Hey, what'd you do to this mix? Nothing. Is it bad? No, it sounds better. Who touched this? Me. I actually want to ask you a question, but this is for the ignorant question, uh, ignorant people. <laughs> um, exactly what is the contribution of the engineer when it uh, comes to a track? The contribution of the engineer is taking whatever element you have in your brain and bringing it to life. So basically what you hear now on the radio, that's compliments of, not to exclude the writers. Of course. And the producers who are making the track or the instrument, people playing the instrumentation. But the engineer takes raw vocals with balancing levels, with game staging, with these girls that can't sing, they're singing. <laughs> Die. Yeah. They're basically like the captain That's, of the ship. Yeah, like they try to get everyone to yeah. this destination. And with tuning vocals, um, we may say, uh, "Hold on a second, you know, you're singing it kind of flat." So that's where music theory comes in. Mm. Most engineers, if they don't know music theory, they don't know to do that. They're more relying on the A and R or the producer or whoever's over the project to come in and lead the way. But if you're a dope engineer, hit that stop button. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Uh, your throat's, you need some water or you need some tea. Mm. Give me five minutes. Let me run and get you something to drink. Take a little bit. Because with a singer, they only have a good hour and a half, two hours before their voice starts to get shot. Unless you're Beyonce somehow. <laughs> well, she's, she's learned over time. She's trained her voice now to where it's like people who do the hard metal when they're screaming and yelling. Mm-hmm. They've learned to do their, do their voice like that. They oh, started, they, yeah, they got to train. Yeah, because first you do a show, you got to wait four or five days for your voice to get back right. Now they can do a show every two days because they've learned how to train mm-hmm. their vocal cords. Shit, I'm struggling as a hookah girl <laughs> at the plane and they're doing a podcast, <laughs> goddammit. Like, I come back the next day like, <laughs> what's it's, it's, it's just, excuse me, you have to just, it's like anything when you work out. You work your arms today, work your legs tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have a question. Because mm-hmm. you came from the bottom, because it was easy for you to, you know, just, you knew what your dreams were, so it was easy for you to jump into this mode of, I don't care what position you start me at, I right. just want to work myself up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's my question for you is, as far as, like, people coming under you and the kids coming under you, do you ever have opportunities for them? Well, yeah, well, it's, I'm always, like, Every day, I'm, when I see people with pianos in their hand, keyboards in their hand, laptops, what are you doing with that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just playing around with this. I'm like, okay, are you playing around with it or are you trying to get paid with it? Mm-hmm. It's a difference. Mm-hmm. Like, just like someone say, I want, I want to do that. Really? What if they tell you you got to sleep up here for a whole month? Mm-hmm. You can't go home. Or what Sleeping if you in the studio. Up, you know, it's like things like that. So, but to help them, anything like, like I always tell people, like I can, I can give you the blueprint. Don't mean you're going to use it. Mm. You can drop knowledge on anybody. They're going to do two things. Either sit with it or go use it. Mm. Okay. And then the hard part is to apply it. Because you got to figure out 
damn, how am I getting the door? Who am I going to talk to? Oh, man, where am I going to go? Where's the Where's it popping at? That's why I left L.A. I was like, L.A. is a pop scene. It's pop culture, yep. which we create For that. Sure. But that's like, who do you see coming out of L.A. other than Beyonce, who's global, that can go to L.A. and blow? Right. right. Actually, on like L.A.'s tip, I have a new question, a question about that. You said something. So Cali Swag District. Yeah. You worked with them, right? Yeah. So was that? Embo was my guy when they got killed. Was that part of your, was that during your tenure in LA? Nah, that was actually when I had, cause see, so when I went to audio school, I went because I knew it was an element of music I didn't know. And uh-huh. that was the business and the consoles. So the way I met them, uh, one of my instructors, his name is James Dumaine, uh-huh. he knew them. Uh-huh. He couldn't make the session. He was like, Miguel, they're coming in. Can you record them? You have to mix them. They want this done because they got to turn this record in in three days. Okay. So I was with more with M-Bone more because the other guys already had their parts in. Okay. So um, we called in a local singer on the track, and their label paid him. And me and M-Bone, just start, we just started talking. He sat in the studio with me, like 16-hour sessions. He's in there. So how it was supposed to go was once they got back to L.A., they had a show. Actually, they, were going, they went to Oakland. He's like, okay, we got a show in L.A. in two days. I'm going to introduce you to my manager. We talked on the phone. He's like, I love the record. I got some work for you. Next day, he get killed. Damn. So that was like, I was like, damn, what am I going to do now? Huh? That was the only person I knew in the industry. Mm. You know, yeah. on that level. So did you meet, like, how soon after did you meet, like, Tony Williams? Um, At the, at the school. Okay. See, James Dumaine was connected with, he toured with the Commodores. He played, he was a pianist for the Commodores. Okay. So it was kind of, I started seeing like, you know how you hear like people like, oh, you'll be in the right place at the right time. You never, so when I started seeing that, I'm like, yo, wait a minute, this shit for real? Mm-hmm. This like, but what's for you is for you. So mm-hmm. when you force it, it wasn't <laughs> happening for me. But then when I just said, forget it. And I was like, I'm going to go to school, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But since it was a hands-on facility, like from day one, we took off running, mm. and I like that. And so, opportunities start happening. Y'all would be amazed of big time artists that were coming up to that school. That was booking to because it wasn't just a school; it was a real facility. Okay. So the owner had took it over from someone. So you had Eminem coming through there. You had um, Slim Thug would come through there. You had um, who's that cat? The, um, Skrillex. Mm. Oh, that good. was when they up and coming before yeah, people. Like, that's even knew like two thousand six. Yeah, so you look that. at um, a lot of people that was even a guy that's he's a he's a big time guy in that Mousequake. He was at he was there as well, mm. but he had already had Disney and Nickelodeon under his belt. But mm. you know, for whatever reason, people go different places. So you throwing out these big names. That's I see you on your bio. You had to work with some other companies like McDonald's. Yeah, I was working at a um, production company. So another person that was at the school was Tim Kimsey. Okay. He was like the mentor of the other mentor. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were my mentors. So Tim was like, since we had him for post production, he was like, Hey, apply for this position. Uh just do whatever they tell you. Just get in the door. And we started seeing big time people, big like say big corporations. So that's when I started seeing the business part of it. Like, yo, these people get crazy money, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm talking about you a McDonald's commercial, like you see the invoice, it's like four point two million. Yeah. You know, you see Walmart, six million. 
I'm like, damn, for 30 seconds? Yeah. Mm. You're charging these people six million Easy. for 30 seconds? You yeah. saw they gave Tracy Morgan, Walmart. <laughs> Yo, look You're here. Right. So Trace, Walmart turned takes in six million in like six minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> easy. But I started seeing like nothing. you know we'll talk about like oh I just need to make a hundred thousand. They're like no I need to make a hundred million. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I start seeing the dynamic of the gap. Mm-hmm. Like okay, the music business really is just the start starting point. What we do it and when we get in it, that's like what you got to figure out. Do you want to just be an engineer, or do you want to be the producer and the engineer mm-hmm. because? You're getting paid on top either way it goes. You're the producer. Like Quincy Jones produced. That's that's my when I say producer, I'm talking about him. Yeah. yeah. Arranger. Yeah. Producer, like, yeah. And if you know his story, look at his dudes that he paid. He went from getting twenty dollars to twenty million on projects. You know, but it was a time to where like he got twenty bucks for arranging orchestral music and for music scores for movies. Twenty five dollars. So yeah, those are the people I was small. studying, like looking at like that's one thing too like i'm like don't bitch and complain because you never know what could come out of it mm. damn that's a compelling story right wow oh it's more oh yeah. <laughs> he said oh it's more yeah, yeah. So, we're gonna take a little break yeah we talk about the pitfalls oh yeah yeah we're gonna take we a, gotta get the we're gonna take a little break real quick guys have a little musical break get a little rearrangement get our palate quenched mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and yeah we'll get more back to it with Mihal. We back, y'all. You know what I'm saying? With the yes, punch in. Yes, right back from the punch. Oh, let me get this. Yeah, so um, get up today. For those who were listening who may have missed it, Miguel Cruz, compelling story. You know what I'm saying? Went from New York to Cali to Dallas to here. Yeah. Worked on a lot of cool, exclusive things. Yeah. So here at the Kickback Podcast, we like to get our podcast. I mean, our podcast, our guest. I swear he's from the UK. Big kickbox. The kickback podcast, right? YouTube.com. <laughs> and we like to um, we like to uh, let our guests you know, learn about them in the beginning, and then the second half we kind of have them join us on like a whole journey of questions as we talk about pop culture and getting into the shits and kind of right. get your opinion on things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm gonna let Danny take it away with the topics of the week. Let's go ahead and get into it. Oh my god. <laughs> So, are we boycotting Gucci or nah? They're not. It's okay. We're gonna just yo. It's people that. gonna be. Because, it's people in this store right now. You know, and I saw Do- the Dapper Dan's response, and I know he's trying to be active, and I want to say trying as if he's not. But at the end of the day, are you still gonna, gonna leave? Or are you? Gonna I'm with say? Dapper. I'm with Dapper. I'm are you gonna to. put people on board, or are you not? Like, but you with know, Dapper, it takes some time though. They killed his business and stole his vision. Yeah. So I would, well, I would, we talked about that I mean, the other day. Me personally, I wouldn't compromise nothing. I'd be like, yo, okay, if you're insensitive about that topic right there, check this here. I'm going to really do you a favor. I'm going to set up a store next to you and kill you. Because I can get them to come in here to me. They're my people. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing a favor for you because you're paying. I mean, they got to look through the read between the lines what the yeah. drill is. Yeah. It's like Gucci, no, if. We stop buying these brands and clothing, and I'm talking about the people that can afford it. Mm-hmm. Even the people that are making the money that's going to get Think about this right here. You buy five Chanel or Gucci bags. Mm-hmm. They're five a pop. That's a car. Priorities. You just bought ten bags, and that's your mortgage for seven years. How retarded are you? Look where your priority at. Mm-hmm. Because of what? Because somebody will see two C's or two or G with red and green on your feet. I don't care. I'm in all black every day and keep the bank account high. What's That's up? What so, all right. What's we up? Like, we like That's this kind of like That's that. The thing. Don't Buy some like property. 
So I think I love him because you know he he's a mecca of the city. But yeah, I think the money done got to him. Mm. Yeah. The, I, I mean, I don't know. You know, I'd be back and forth, especially on the Dapper Dan situation, because I'm like, he was already seeing, he done seen some money in his time. Yeah, but, he got it from the hustlers, though. Yeah, Look what his, his fan base was. They but, upstate upscale people weren't buying his clothes. Yeah, they took mm-hmm. the same ad that this man did in '88 and redid it, and they redid and it they, line yeah. for line, color for color. And Steve Stout had to get them to pay. They still weren't going to pay him. Steve Stout got him in there. So what that tell you? Yeah. What? How much did he really respect you? You know, which is why the other side of me is kind of like, don't. Why you even sign on to work with them, motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Like you could have restart, brought your own shit back, like he said. He and never it left. Because he, he never left. Because what he was working with artists before or people before, and then once they popped. But he didn't I mean, get that credit. Mike Tyson. No, he did have oh, the credit. Yeah. He, he had like, it so all he, the way. He okay. had the street credibility. Mm-hmm. See, the Gucci sent them cease and desist and shit. They sent them cease yeah. and desist. Yeah, they, 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 the they shut him down. Mm-hmm. They Baby. shut him down. The um, If I wasn't mistaken, the government shut him down. Mm. I mean, within weeks, his store was closed. Because it's like bootlegging. Taking. Mm. Yeah, but look what they did. They took the concept and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the That's league, like what they do on medical marijuana. Way. You're going to jail, but guess what? I got 100 pounds in the safe. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> right. Look at me. It's the same thing. So the rappers and the, the boxers have gotten into it. You see, T.I. made a diss song. This is no longer about Gucci. This is about Smashing Tiny. This is, this is it's gone far it never, beyond Gucci. True life Smashing Tiny. With Tippin' Floyd, it was never about Gucci. It was always about No, timing. it was yeah. always about her. First of all, when did you make this song? <laughs> he had it in the tuck for about a good sense. It was so, like, on time. Like, okay, I'm going to put this out. Right. All platforms. Got him. Right. <laughs> Calculated business move. Mm-hmm. But the response, though. Um, was I, very educated. Educated I, response. I'm, I just, I'm shocked. Who wrote that? Floyd? We're Ooh. asking. And but we know he ignorant. The, kick, oh. the, the, kick that the wants to know. <laughs> the Did you write that or not? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, yo, not to be an asshole with the dude, but I was like, yo, this is a very articulated response. That's what I was Before? thinking. I'm like, Here, yeah. here's my question. It, it sounded like, like some an administrator probably put that in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. like if you're talking to somebody and they're writing down as you're talking, it's like, or they may say, you know, you might not want to say, did it? You might mm-hmm. want to say um, withheld or withheld. He paid somebody. He paid somebody on the team, and that was it. It was uh the same celebrities starting to pot over brands that they would doubt would continually buy, or the same artists that inject rap fuel. Rap lyrics filled with drugs, murder, and sexual mm, promiscuity that's the best rap into music. the very black communities <laughs> you're pretending to co- uh, to care so much about. Should we boycott their music and record labels as well, or do we learn to communicate and bring solutions to the problems we're facing as a whole? You know damn well he ain't write that. He definitely ain't write that. Floyd snitch ass. And then he has a DJ that's speaking out about fifty. I don't know how they even got over fifty. Why do you have a DJ? Why does Floyd have a DJ? That's celebrity marketing. Okay, if I had that kind of money, I'd I mean, have a shit. DJ following I would have me around playing cameos <laughs> for the next twenty years. But that's marketing, though. They're gonna make crazy money off of that. They they really they really love each other 
They really That's his little do brother. Love they've been at it. They've been they've been knowing each other for like what 10, 15 years. Right. The the thing so with Ti writing that shit, how I knew it was like only about Tiny and not about Gucci. Cause y'all, all these rappers are still wearing other brands who had black. Nigga, I saw Giannis Antetokounmpo wearing a Gucci hoodie at the Slam Dunk Contest last night. They're not gonna start wearing it. No way, just it's like Giannis wearing a Gucci hoodie. I was like, but. If so, if somebody is smart, if somebody is smart in this, what they will do is be like, okay, hmm, this is the perfect time for me to start my own high end line. Do mm. what Frank Lucas did, fly to Italy and get some fabric. Go where they're getting the stuff at. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bring it back here. You're a tailor. Throw your own um, fashion show out here in Atlanta. You won't have to have it in a big building. Whatever, just like the event you went to. Yeah. Throw that there. Do think about what somebody wants. Uh, still one of my favorite fashion shows ever was in was it Brick that they did in the yeah, Marta, the Marta? Marta Station. That shit was hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Brick Ooh. Owens had a fashion show in Five Points was Marta that Station. Boys don't cry? It was Boys. I don't think cry. so. That's what the show was. Shit was hard. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Have y'all seen the um was the dude with the no the, the no tongue down there? The, uh, <laughs> she has the, the um history historic bags. Like she puts you seen like her. She took a backpack. And put something relevant that is going on right now in your face. The past is no different than the future, the present. And if you're not too safe, this will be your future. Mm. Yeah. That's what I get out of it. Right. So, boom, here it is. It's like, look what she's at now. Or the woman who made the Crayola makeup. She sold a million on so, Cyber Monday. Come so on. Up. In a day. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yo, get your own. Invest in your own. Don't Absolutely. be afraid of yourself. Don't be afraid of your gifts. And oh speaking God. of, you know, buying your own, buying back into where you're from, mm-hmm. um, I know we spoke about from off air, you know, previous conversations, mm-hmm. buying property back home in Brooklyn. Yeah, brownstones used to be like five grand. Yeah. Now what part like of Brooklyn are you from? Best I wrote off of St. James okay. and Fulton. Okay. I don't live all through Canals. Look, Red the Europe's are starting to build. I mean, <laughs> East New York, <laughs> Brownsville, oh, yeah, Red Hook. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about all over. Yeah. You live in the East, man. I'm just like, I don't fuck with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, back when, like, you had snipers on your building and people on the block that knew the cars. You come through there, you get, it's just, it's over. Hearing your voice is so, like imagery. Cause I'm, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's the, still wild. that's the paid in full vision. Like, <laughs> like, like, really, I get it. Like, yo. I don't go to, yeah. no, I don't go up there. You don't go to, like, I don't, you don't, I don't go to East North Film. No, no one out there, bro. They had spots to where like people would take an extra hour and a half on the train just because they didn't want to ride the A train or they didn't want to ride the 6. They like, nah. I mean, I'm talking about all five boroughs. you like, yo, better yet, cabbies, they would drop you. You say you're going to Brooklyn? They're like, huh? Oh, they stop right in front of the bridge. <laughs> Get out and make a U-turn. They, nah, they weren't having it. <laughs> they didn't want to go there. But when you look at it now, you walk through, you know, right when you walk through the... Bagel spots. Not even best stop. Like, when you coming through... um. They they no they renamed the neighborhood man it's like uh, I just went there they got they got an Apple store there nah nah it's right it's an Apple store there Williamsburg 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 that sounds they got coffee Caucasian you used to be hookers and jigs yeah when I say they renamed it they're publicizing it now at first they would never say nothing about Williamsburg even though it's kind of fucked up right now because the whole L situation that part of Brooklyn is like kind of crippled. Cause the L isn't running for like a little they bit right now. They shut it down. So like that part of Brooklyn's like not hot yeah. at all right now. Cause that's right. like you got to, it's, whew, it's a bitch. So, but like, but like what a lot of people don't know, that was the first um, free establishment in New York City. Mm. From I when they know was that. bringing the slaves over through um, 
Tom, um, what was they bringing them through? They was bringing them through Central. They was bringing through, they was bringing through oh, Central yeah. Park, Duh. but they were also bringing them through to Penn Station. Oh, we can talk about this. As so, Hotep Sip, as someone who th- there's an African American burial ground <laughs> in Lower Manhattan, niggas oh, oh, don't oh. know that. But like Manhattan is like slaves were buried, right. built, buried in all of Manhattan, and like when when it, <laughs> niggas know, niggas like know. in Tribeca, there's an African American like burial I mean, yo, ground. Yo, they got uh, but all area. this is if they go over to Cambridge University, they got a yeah. big museum about it. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you travel to. You saw me on the news. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, right. I was on the news, man. In Kwanzaa. During Kwanzaa, like six years ago. Man. This is you saw the tape. You saw the tape. No, I, 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 I can show you <laughs> around. But, but I think that's part of the problem now, though, even in music. I hate you. What's up? That <laughs> people that think something that is conscious is whack. Mm-hmm. They, oh, rather, they rather... Talk about something ignorant, then learn about themselves, and mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people do what they do. They don't know nothing. They don't know themselves. They have no clue who they are. And I'm not talking about just, you know, from a historic point of view. They don't know who they are. Period. Mm-hmm. You don't know your worth. You don't know anything. You'd rather sit and be ignorant than to be like, hmm. Let me take a day just to read what this music business says. Hold on a second. You giving me this, and I'm doing this. This shit don't add up. We but you jump and take the check because you don't know no better. You no, don't take do the time better. to read. They, they jump for popularity. Mm. You already popping on Instagram. You already you doing if you're doing show if you're doing ten k per show. Yeah. And you tell me, guess what? I'm going to give you three hundred thousand. I did that this summer. Really? For real? You want mm. three hundred thousand? I already made that. How about you give me thirty million? Then we can talk. Mm. Oh, you trying to hit thirty million? Okay, cool. I'll go over here to NBC. They'll give me thirty minutes to open deal just for <laughs> Yeah. And that's the part of the thing they don't know. Like I asked a young guy the other day, do you do you know what an open end contract is? Mm. What? I was like, we don't even have time for this. Niggas don't even know what split sheets are. No, they don't. Because the artist just comes in, the label pays for the artist to come in, jump around, look stupid, throw up guns on videos, and they think you talk shit to everybody, and they mess around with get their chin ran hard on a, any given night if you just really... <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I'm just saying... That, yeah, that's a real greasy you talk, know, right? y'all. They just may not have caught that code element. word. That so was a lot of code talk. You got, you got these guys coming here. First of all, they're, they're super Ooh, young I'm getting a, sip. a lot of money. <laughs> yes. They don't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. I was telling someone the other day, like, you 22 and 100 mil is like... What he's you can't do. tell me shit, dog. Yeah, and that's the attitude. Nobody can tell me Period. a goddamn thing, bro. Like, but yeah. see, somebody should because, like, the person who's in their camp should be like, look here, you don't even have a hundred million. Mm. You don't even have a, a third of that. Mm-hmm. That's on paper, but that's over time. Mm-hmm. It's like an NBA player. Your season's not a year; it's six and a half months. So that means for the rest of the year, five and a half months, you ain't getting no money. Mm. Football players, same. Your yours, game for game. Those, a lot of those niggas have a large. Don't get hurt, niggas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you get this guy that gets this contract and he's locked in for three records, you're not even making. They're not even doing albums now. They're like, okay, hmm, you owe me seventy two singles. I can do that. I got eight mixtapes. No, <laughs> you owe me seventy two singles. Wow. Meaning you better get the work. And they don't even know that they can remaster the master. Future, shit, future just said, uh, like, look here. <laughs> Let me well, get Future situations. He's the richest nigga out of his own sex, nigga. <laughs> future situations. Future, and see, he's got 50 mil. Future, ain't, future not an idiot either. Right. Because he's he a, can portray whatever right. you want to portray. But 
in the end of the show but that, also okay, his, two ca- his catalog is also worth so much he understands that it, it brings epic so much more revenue that he has a lot of pull because like everything from dirty sprite two to all that everything is last episode played. backbone spoke on it like they taught yeah. them in the dungeon they gave them publishing like taught them about publishing and owning your shit you know yeah. the way i look at it is that a lot of these artists like they're good artists yeah but they're not like hustlers and i think they're it not. ties into them doing their business like somebody like future or somebody like two chains like they know how to hustle so they're gonna know how to make their money back five times well and they um, still keep money in the mattress unlike a lot of them like okay wu-tang they won't speak on it but a lot of them dudes got degrees mm-hmm. yeah backbone got is a dietitian now when you and when <laughs> he's you look a whole doctor two chains um dj drama mm-hmm. went to the same school a drama with the morehouse you know, like they 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 cross paths at these homecomings. That's crazy. That's how drama and canon got started. Right. For those who don't know, like Morehouse throw parties. You know, when you look at even Diddy and when you look at um a lot of the people that was in those crews, those dudes were like whether they graduated or not, you picked up something along the yeah. way. Diddy was in Howard on Howard campus. Right, he, he may not have graduated, but he was there. And, yeah. yeah, he was. But see, he, he was already popping. And so, but at the same time, he had a direct connect with Heavy D through Andre Harrell. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, still have somebody to validate you and bring you in. Right. That's the part I figured out. Like, oh, okay, so how am I going to get in here? Who do you know? How am Who I going to be know? seen? I went to an event mm-hmm. and was like, yo, Kurt, then he help? Go talk to Luther. Luther, what's good? Hey, man, can you come up here Monday? Yeah, okay, pick your days to come in to work in the studio. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, see you tomorrow. And I was like. I spent all this fucking time trying to get in here, and it was that. But, is that but face, but I'm I'm with face to face recognition, right? Talking, then you can figure somebody out in five minutes. Network, nigga. You know, yeah. pay attention. Um, and I didn't want to just cut like that, but um, working. How did you get with Juice World? I definitely want you to speak on that because um, I was actually at a. I was actually sitting in with someone in L.A. Um, the studio, mm-hmm. and the dude, a dope kid. He, Smart. I mean, whether Juice he remembers, yeah, it was just only one conversation. Whether he remembers me or not, because a lot of them they'll see you talk crazy, then see you again and don't even realize they don't talk crazy to you. Yeah, y'all have a um, moment. We was just talking, and I was just saying like, "Yo, man, make sure your biz good." You know, he, he was telling me how he got in. Uh, he got um, lucky just now with Sting on his hit. Wait, he ain't what? get lucky. I mean, Sting was like, they gave, he's like, I'm going to give you a little portion of this hit right here. But, but Lucid like, Dreams was like. That's, that's a big connect, too, through yeah, Interscope, though. You got to look at Oh, that. for Lucid Dreams? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's dope. And it, but you got to look at, like, this dude's backed by Interscope. Yeah. So uh, you got to look at, like. Yeah. You got, you got, got a lot when, of money behind him. Yeah, so when you look at them, Sting, come on, is like, okay, using that part. And it's great. He got that. He got that because they were like, okay, look, he had leverage coming in. And that's what I was talking to him about. Like, yo. You got leverage, man. Open your something, put your company up. Mm. Bring your young gunners in under you. You mm-hmm. get paid off that. Don't give them to nobody. For what? That's like y'all giving the show to somebody and you work to build up the followers and be like, we're gonna give you the kickback. Look here. No, I need the kickback. <laughs> that's what. You Look know, here. So, but that's pretty much like talking to him was like, you know, he, he got some sense, but it's if they apply it or not. Where you gonna be at ten years from now, though? That's the question. Are you making something that's for Facts. now? What's your What's your music really worth? And when when someone's attention span does come back, 
Or they want to go? Do they want to thumb back to that? Or they gonna thump? Skip like you, over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you play your song at a thirty and up? Like, Can you play it at a you know EDM situation? Can you play light. it like? Huh? He's like the Uzi Vert light. You know when you get the light version of the software before you pay for it. <laughs> oh, the light version. Yeah, yeah. he's Uzi Vert light. You know what <laughs> but <laughs> just get lost. I don't know. I just never listen to. I, think, I just did a song. I thought it was somebody else. I'm not gonna lie. But that's the that's the caveat now. You gotta look at like when you in there, it's like okay. At one point, it was a bunch of yelling with with rappers. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, let's put some singers in here. Everything sound like a love ballad. Let the rappers start singing. Then it was like, okay, they got the trap movement. Okay, I mean they still telling the story. Well, well no, the ring, the when it shifted, when the, everybody's talking about the ringtone rap. That made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, Still, yeah. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, tell him. Pioneer. They talk Big about Soul. him, but look what he's doing. He he's like he's smart. Big Draco. Big Draco. You know, Why you ain't got no business? Y'all niggas was texting out those ringtone commercials, texting eight two two two. Okay, first of yeah. all, no, my mother would have killed me yeah. for you. Nah, I bought them. I bought the ringtones. Yeah, you bought ringtones. But, yeah, music good. shifts and just like now, it's like they're trying to figure out another element after trap. Yeah, What's I think after trap. Yeah, man. I think we're, I think as an industry collectively trying to figure that out, even us here at the Feedback Podcast. Yeah. And I think we'll probably get into that after the break because we're about to take a short break, musical break, get some drops recorded. Yeah. Get some and bills paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. y'all kiss quality <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll be back shortly, guys. All right. Uh, uh, what's up? Yeah, so we're back, guys. Um Oh, what's up? Once again, thank you for everyone out coming out tonight. Thank you, Westside Catering. Thank you, Talking Tipsy Raya. Yeah. Thank you, Angel, for the Hennessy. You know, thank you, Miguel. For the yeah, juice. Yeah. For the juice, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Juice Shout will always the, be with me every day because I don't drink. So all my niggas out I here, love you know the pure saying? souls. We do. Because we do. we really we're just we dying. I'm kidding. Balance. <laughs> mm. So, we going to – I know you mentioned getting off uh, the air, but so. – because it seemed like you forgot. So I'm, I actually okay. thought about the 10-year anniversary of So Far Gone. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That was this yeah. week. That I was this week. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake got them samples clear. Thank, Thank you, Kanye. You Thank you, Kanye. So that was a dope a record. Little... A dope album. Oh, my gosh. I've been listening yeah. to it, like, all week. I'm still playing it in my yeah. car. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. first of all, I just have to say, there are only two albums or two little projects projects in my modern life not in my childhood talk about it that have put me in like a great space and that was so far gone and pnd2 party next door oh okay two amazing projects that are (laughs) literally like they make sense that they would even work together kaylani is one of mine Believe it or okay. not. Okay. You know, life things. You, you happen. should be here. But speaking I was of, on shrooms. Oh, no. I can't tell you. <laughs> speaking of life things happen in our faves, you're into both music and filmmaking. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite movie? I know it's basic. But um, what's your favorite movie and your favorite album ooh. of all time? Like your My number favorite. one ride or die all time. Listen, I'm going to watch it several I'm gonna times. I'm going to go with the album with um, Mary J, My Life. Oh! My life, my life. Wait a minute, you don't understand how <laughs> I was saying in motherfucking Edgewood, I ain't talking about Avenue. Okay, my mama 
was a 20-year-old mom with two kids, Ooh. single mom, going through her shit. Right. And when I say that, it's, I'm talking about Hutchinson Street, Edgewood, right there by Mason and right there by Chipley. Yeah. And uh, this is where I grew up at. So what I'm saying is that album, is when I hear it, mm-hmm. the first face that flashes across my mind is my mother's. Like, mm. she was... She was that age, like she was living that shit. Right. She was that fly, you yeah. know, hood mm-hmm. girl. Like she was living that shit. Well, That's Mary, one of my faves. That wow. album calmed me down because I was like, Ooh, I was wild like, boy. I was like, yo, whoever wanted run up, y'all gonna get it. Mm-hmm. So when I would listen to that, and then two stuff my mom's was going through. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that, even before that though, young. Dealing with people, you know, they selling drugs to my mother. I'm beating up drug dealers in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like letting them have it. Mm-hmm. So when I heard, by the time I got to my last year in school, I was like, yo, something <laughs> needs to happen before <laughs> I explode. And that was the record. I, I listen wow. to it every day because I'm like, <sighs> my heart is touched. Um, <laughs> my favorite movie. All time. Oh, <laughs> no. hey, yo, yo. <laughs> That's a dope movie, though. It um, is. It made me cry. I ain't going to lie. Like, my favorite movie is Paid in Full. Gotta okay. be. That makes gotta be. That's, that's a good ATL, one. even though somebody in this room are using me, but it, I love ATL. That's my favorite movie. It's my favorite because of what one of, happened for real. And like, I knew he wasn't the only little kid that got done like that. Mm. A lot of people, little He's brothers boogie. in the neighborhood was getting snatched up. Right. So that really was like, it resonated like real life. Like, yo, finally somebody made him. Of course, Dame Dash did it, but you know, we need us to tell our story. Mm-hmm. Hollywood can't come through and talk about State it. State property wasn't good enough. The audio wasn't good for me. The audio wasn't good. <laughs> I mean, the film, it was good. It was like satire. It was almost like satire. It was, it was like it was too funny. It was like, like when you look back serious. at it. Did Jay Z even speak? And, and not in that the it was bad. <laughs> he was in the best. Pay the fool was dope. I just was like, I mean, um, stay popular was good. It was just mm-hmm. paid in full was like. Yeah, I like know, paper soldiers also. This is paper this is for real. Good. Okay. Yeah, pay the fool. I don't know. Just I, I'm just so happy that the 10 year anniversary of So Far Gone was like yeah. now. It's beautiful. He's I can put my man. daughter onto it. <laughs> yeah, I, I played it the other day and I was like, this shit's still hard, oh, man. See, it. that's the point. That's 10 this years old, but it sounds like he just did it yesterday. It's still exactly. Hard. Like it's that's what I'm saying about that party next door shit. I'm telling you, like go back and listen to it. It's Two. like current. So when you think of a record, thinking of it timeless, like what? Mary J, she coming on 30th anniversary. Nas, he coming up on, you know, the 30th anniversary. So you look at all these records that people did. Oh, I want to touch on one thing, too. They People talking about 21 Savage. Yeah. Let's not forget, my man Slick Rick was from the U.K., too. And nobody yeah, knew happened to him. Oh, so, wait, 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 about it. it happened to him. Let's, oh. same, let's get on that. The same thing the happened same to him. Because then he get jammed thing, up for, like, yeah. He got deported, and yeah. he came back. But that's, that's the point right here. When when he Dana Dane was from the UK, uh-huh. wow! I didn't so know when that. people Yo, talk, Moni Love was first from the UK. A lot of don't know. Like a lot of these people in New York are from Western New Parents. Right, these niggas ain't from Atlanta. So, so they yeah. been capping. So when they talk about this man, they're making memes. I wish I was him. I'd punch somebody right in the eye if I saw him make a meme. <laughs> like mean that. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> the lack of respect they got from. He grew up here. He's from here. He's from Atlanta. Though. They didn't ask where East you were Atlanta. Born. They said, where are you from? I'ma just say for when he did they did that vice shit on him or was it noisy? Noisy. It was noisy. Okay. They did the noisy shit on him. Uh-huh. And my homeboys that went to elementary school with me 
in middle school with me. My homeboy from CW was Hill was damn sure with him. So if he stamped through them, damn sure all Bouldercrest and Pandersville and them some real yeah. Glenwood niggas like. He had Amber Rose on Boulder Crest. I'm good. just saying. Yeah, no, no. Like, I think his, I think his, his certification in Atlanta is like undoubted. Yeah, sure. I, I think people okay, who are so he got Atlanta an accent. So his that. mama got an accent. Dog, who cares? It's like, right. yeah, it look, look what he's look what he's doing. He he's, he made the vow to say, I'm gonna take first. He's a father. First, forget yeah. music. Yeah. He's a father to his young sons. Yeah. And then the music he's making is changing. He's he's showing growth. Yo. It's amazing. So, it's amazing. And on top of that, now he's showing maturity. Now people are like, wait a minute. And they don't like that. Right now. They don't like that. Nah, they don't. Why are you talking about the water and plant? We know it's dirty. Right. But like, he's reaching a different demographic that really wasn't. We're not wearing chains. We're not being flashy. Yeah. I'm giving back to my community. Right, right. But yeah, Cody, that's one of the most powerful traits to have right now. Skill set. You can code. Give me a computer. Give me some time. Talk about show it. Show me something. Now I want one to sell drugs. I want to create an app. There are places in the world. I'm not going to say it. Day. I can create something that can keep you And also intrigued. The, the hustle about coding is you can work anywhere in the world at your own time. Yeah. Mm. With the internet connection. That's all you got to say. You can be on the beach. Educate these niggas. You know, it's like, so <laughs> that's the thing. They don't want them to talk about that. But it's a lot of, I mean, they hashtag black business instead of. Black ignorance, then they might come up with something better. All right, with the power. I can't lie, I do like the ignorance shit though, man. Free nudie. (laughs) Free nudie. Free nudie. nudie. Of course, I have to ask. I know you've been everywhere and met all types of women. Give me some. Dating in Atlanta for you. I'm not. I'm married. Oh. Well, there's no dating in Atlanta. (laughs) How do you guys? (laughs) I haven't. Yeah. I've been married for five years. Okay. Did you meet her here? Nah, she's in Dallas. She's in Texas. Yeah. Oh, you might you a Southern belle. Yeah, I, I love it. But like I say, I'm a real. I'm a hybrid kid, so like I got the Southern aspect from my mother. How was that though? Dating, just being like, just really. How was it before her dating? Yeah, I, I mean, even I had a long, I had a long time. I, had a, I mean, it was like when I met her, I knew that was it. Mm. It wasn't like, oh, you know, like I got this hidden agenda. And on top of that, like I was a single father. So I had Shout my daughter out with me. to the single so fathers. It was, like, it was like, yo, I already have a young lady I'm raising, so I can't do this corny shit that y'all do. And that was from day one with my little girl. So I was like, okay, when I saw her, she has three children. Yeah. I was like, yo, what type of person? Because at first, I, w- I wouldn't date a woman that had kids. Because of the temperament of her dealing with my daughter's mother was slim to never. You're never going to meet her. Why? Because she lives with me. So she's not even a factor. Yeah, she knows the mother, but she lives with her father. Mm-hmm. And me dealing with some bullshit with a dude you dealing with who ain't taking care of his kid, he mad because me and you together? Oh, no, we're going to X that out right now. We're not even going that route. Because mm. that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. You don't care about Uncle. them. You mad because what you used to get is no longer available to you. Right. Yeah, Somebody a, could probably. Possession thing. Yeah. And so, but when I met her, I was like, that was it. So I was like, okay, you need somebody to help you mold them and raise them right. And mm. at first it was a little pushback because sometimes you're not aware of the things. You know, you you can kind of put a mute to your kids and be like, noise won't bother you. But that shit bothered me. Like, yo, do you hear them? Like, mm-hmm. do you hear what's going on? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, put the emotional mother stuff to the left. Sit back, close your eyes, listen. Watch what I say, how they react, 
watch what you do and watch how they ignore. Ooh, and how many times it takes you before you get mad before they get the point. They only fear the, the spanking, not the voice. So this is no. the response we should talk about so hmm? nothing. This <laughs> is, no, this is this is dope I because feel like more parents should have that. You know yeah. I mean and that's that's how I and I was like, yo, either it's gonna be like this or it's not. Mm-hmm. I think like too, like with a relationship, if you get money and take care of a family, yo, you should nurture. Mm-hmm. Fuck a job. Like, yo, you at work think about the time you lose out of a day if you don't have a car going I to mean, work. <laughs> you lose a whole day out of your week from being on public transportation, three to six hours a day. Mm-hmm. Times five, that's 24 hours. You lost a whole day out of your life fucking waiting. Mm. So it was like, yo, this is feasible. You know, mm. like, let's do this here. Let's, this is how you raise someone, but you do it dually. You know, no, I'm superior. I run, nah, it's like we both run it. Just maintain this shit when I'm gone. Cause I don't have to redo what I just fixed when I come back. You know, I'm going to take it another way. Speaking of niggas need to fix shit. (laughs) Do it. I go there. Go there. Are y'all familiar with the young man YNW? Oh, my God. So let me just see. I was just, like, (laughs) posting him. Like, I like his little fashion sense. I like his... Is he, is he killing niggas? He's I, killing niggas. Okay, first of He's all... He's killing the besties. There is Premeditated killing his best friends? <laughs> there is. There are multiple Niggas listen to murder on my mind so differently. <laughs> like, I'm looking at my niggas like... <laughs> right. No, I just think that, you know, I pray for our young brothers who get caught up because that shit hurt my heart. Like... You look at it like, damn, he did this shit. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? But then you don't think about the mental state that they was probably raised in, shit they had to see around them. Yeah. And shit they, that could shape, very well shape them becoming men. True, and true. Exactly. Uh, no, 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 but no, 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 listen, no. listen. I did, I did some research. He was already previously put into the mental institution before right, but this was before system. the murders you know this was he like, was already in the system yeah. so then they took him out because they felt that he would he could you know do what he mm-hmm. was doing he started putting out music he stopped putting out music and of course as mainstream media and the internet they listen to his music and they're not interpreting like this nigga probably got some issues mm-hmm. and then a lot i was do. even a lot of them do and then i was even going further into the when i first got introduced into introduced to him was mixed personalities mm-hmm. that's a strong title beyond beyond and then even the video itself and then you did it with kanye so i already knew you were already off somewhere mm-hmm. i didn't know about the murders and then all Wait, of a so sudden it really is off his rocker you get all no, of a sudden beyond, you get big like, you get the right buzz and we're investigating so my thing is, murders. like, even with Murder on My Mind, because I've listened to the whole project, like, even with Murder on My Mind, he's talking about killing somebody, and then he flips it on himself, like, My Mind on My Bur- Murder is the next song. So now it's talking about, you know, somebody I blanked out. I shot the nigga. Like, I clocked How you know I you shot somebody if you blank out? You didn't blank True, out. True, but then Bobby Schmurter talked about it, too, in his music. No, so I, I really don't when, know about these niggas. When, <laughs> when you black out. Every point after that moment when that light switch cut off, you don't remember. So, like, even his words is kind of... So, which brings back to the mental health awareness. If he's already been in the system, is that something that should have been checked? Or did they just, like, let him out here? Think about how many young black people with these issues that we're dealing with 
on a day-to-day basis and nobody thinks in the black community to go get them checked out or go get them therapy they need love go, they don't need to know. let a doctor his name is Jamel no, no, they no, need I, love I was about to say and demons, demons his last name, name is demons and then another thing people gotta think about the power of names that's why yeah. the old and African then, and then he's Haitian He's from but, Florida and he's Haitian. I'm not just saying all Haitians crazy, but there's already a cultural background anyway. So you got when people got to understand, like when you're dealing with traditions. Okay, like let's just take if people go to church when they were a kid. Yeah. And then when they get older, they say they love whoever they love. You were forced to go somewhere when you were a child to do something you didn't even fully understand. So it became a tradition. Why? Because you knew you had to get up every Sunday and go. Well, if that's the case, why are you wilding out when you know this is whatever? So you look. I look at it consciously. You do what you want to do because you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Granted, mental sickness is a problem, but it's like I can't let some dude come talk to me who don't look like me, who ain't been through nothing I've been through. Yo, you don't know what it's like to be hungry for two weeks and just eat macaroni and cheese, yo. So you can't talk to me about, like, it'll be better. No, it's not. We're broke. Mm. <laughs> it's not Ooh. getting better. Ooh. Because my mother thinks going to the club is better than paying a utility bill. But she's young. You know, I saw this one day, the other day. I looked at my birth certificate. My mother was 17. And the dude, because my father's not on my birth certificate. He was 28 years old. Wow. And I was like, yo, he took advantage of my mother. Seriously, like, my mother was a young girl. She still didn't know nothing. So when you look at that, and you growing up in, and mind you, my grandparents owned land. My mother, they were like a reverse cycle. I was like, why we live in the projects and y'all lived in the houses? Mm. It's backwards. I'm a little kid knowing that this is dysfunctional. So they need somebody to talk to them, really, and I don't think some white dude at a corporation giving them money is the answer. Because I've been in rooms where people said they ain't promoting nothing but negative music. Yeah, man. I hope Melly gets this shit together, man, because, like... It's not... It's, it's a serious I, topic. I just think this is... It's bad. It's He's a dude that sings Leave Me Alone, or... That's Flipped in Arrow, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's Flipped in Arrow. But you done as fuck. And you done as fuck. Damn. Yeah, no, honestly, like, I've I've sat down and watched watch his interviews and all this shit. Like, it's not something that, you know... It's, it's, but... Yeah, it just won't go. But... I'm, I'm big on serious. It's, it's, like, it's what they're giving them, like... When you look at it, okay, like, I know everybody's in his, it's a bigger spirit, right? Mm-hmm. We think in this way that they possessed or something, right? Nah. When someone gives you so much, so fast, and you have a short amount of time to really digest it, you think you on top of the world. You think you can do whatever. Look at dude, he's going, he, he done kill people. Well, watch how quick reality set in. Think about this. When people go and they do something ignorant, they crying when they in it. You ain't gutter like you think you are. Ooh, this is a great, this is a great segue. So, so just like allegedly, uh, <laughs> six nine should maybe see no jail time, right? Because he, he yo. So when I saw that dude black. with that rainbow color hair, I was like, yo, he get pinched. He telling on everybody. <laughs> For one, you stupid. You showing that you broadcasting. Yeah. Last time I checked, <laughs> you want our picture taken. You don't want nobody knowing your name, none of that. And like, the, but that's what the labels do. Like, hey, this is how they get out there. Do this. I was just in a room the other day, and I heard someone say, "Hey, do not put this on Instagram. The hip hop police are real. Yeah, and they'll know your location." Mm. Oh, 
And I'm sitting there like, okay. But they're young. They're, again, it's, some, it's a corporate guy giving you instructions. You're doing it just for likes. You don't really know the ramification about what this is going to bring because you're not thinking about and ten times, nine times out of ten, you're not really like that. You're not about that life, because boy. Free Rollo. Free Rollo. Ugh. They know they're not like that when they're doing it. They just got people in their camp that won't tell them to sit down and shut up. Free Ro- Rollo brought, bought his community, bought space in the Vine City, sold rent free. Like, yo, yo, I, I hear stories about Rollo every day to make me feel like, yo, yo, how much money was he really making, bro? He was like, getting, yo, yo, I just talked yo. about, I just showed that to my wife the other day. I said, look, this is why they went after him. And it was, he was, he was literally sitting by a mountain of money. Right. Yeah, Next to him, because he ain't about that I was high. Like, yo, I'm, and I'm like, I really like his music. You know, and the fact that, I think what got him was when the video, when they said, yo, Google said you're only worth a quarter million. What? Yeah. Boom, lambs pull up. Yeah. I'm like, no, son, you falling into it, yo. Shout out to You got to be smart. I would have been like, where's a quarter at? Yo, I got a quarter in my pocket. Yo, because literally quarter, the whole Atlanta has felt the effect of him. Especially in the medicinal area. But Atlanta got, y'all got a, y'all got a capacity of unity that not too many people <laughs> have. Yeah. So. I'm yeah. just saying. That's why Atlanta's been running the music for 25 years since LA. Yeah, like you, face like coming back full circle, like you being an engineer, you see that night in and night out. Dude, like when I was in high school, when Outkast dropped that record, that Christmas record, mm-hmm. and people, I was probably one of the three people that knew that. I'm like, yo, I hear Christmas bells in this Southern playlist of Cadillac music. Yeah. No, it's not. I'm like, yo, son, yeah, it is. I hear Jingle Bells. And 25 years later, they released to the world. But it was like, when they did that, I was like, uh oh. At the Source Awards, I was really like, uh-oh. When they won Best New Artist, mm-hmm. I was like, it's a wrap. New York losing it. Next thing you know, boom, here they come. Second album, ATL, they killing them. I'm like, yo, wait a minute. Then here come Goody Mob. <sighs> Shout out to Dungeon Family. Here, here come Backbone. Here come all. I was like, damn, how many people are in the Dungeon Family? Shit. <laughs> yo, they. <laughs> I was like, yo. Then next thing you know, it was their diamond, over 10 million. It was over. Mm-hmm. And they own all of their shit, right? Because people slept on them. Mm-hmm. They y'all stick together. Whether it's anybody feuding and fighting, Atlanta artists don't have to go nowhere. <sighs> they become multi-millionaires right here in this city. They like fuck a tour. I can do clubs in the city, arenas. Pastor Troy still pulls up, yo, literally, and I still be lit. Vice versa. <laughs> uh-huh. Outcast got. I mean, you can lay. You can name. All the artists out here, just single-handedly, that's probably half of the industry. Mm-hmm. Basically. It's um, been half of the industry crazy. since 95. That's the shit people don't look at. Like, why are you strong? Because L.A. Reid came out here and was like, yo, okay, Avista Records is giving me this company. I'm about to shut it down. Mm. They, you don't even know about Atlanta Hawks no more unless you live here. Oh, you but say they fuck the Atlanta Hawks, but that was just the yeah, thing. Speaking of Hawks, you watch the Slam Dunk contest, <laughs> right? Nah, I, I oh, oh a, boy! I actually just left a session before I came over here. Okay, because there was yeah. this nigga in the Hawks did the whole Tuskegee Airmen shit. Is Went that safe? Is that appropriate? He, really he did the Tuskegee Airmen. Is that appropriate to do? Yeah, that was just very no. Atlanta. It was <laughs> no. some Atlanta nigga shit, straight up. Like, was he ignorant in the situation? No, he just as he wore the scarf. You wonder why it's not appropriate? Atlanta. You wonder why it's not appropriate? Why I feel why because. You making a mockery of these dudes for what they did. You should leave that legacy where it's at. You don't have to be a buffoon and put on <gasps> a TV 
Yeah, I was just like cringing the whole somebody. time watching. I was like, "Come on!" And like, I love whoever, but I'm like, I'm pro black all day, every day, because I'm like, "Yo, we can fix this shit. We can fix what's wrong with us. We can change it." But it's like, nah. I would be like, "Yo, come here. Don't, don't do that. Don't. Literally, nah, don't, don't do that. I Why are you going for what? So they can laugh. Half of these people, you know, who the fuck the Tuskegee Airmen. Ask them before I do this Tuskegee Airmen jump. Do you know they gave us syphilis? Talk about it. Those that so don't who still know wants me to jump over this dude in this outfit. Commentators that look like me included. I bet you you can hear crickets in that arena. Mm, hear crickets just now. Read uh, a book, niggas, or just uh, read. Go on the internet. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. Set a goal, man. They I mean, won't I even got, read an ebook. I got goals for five books this year. Okay. See, I'm on book one. You I'm working know. on two. I'm actually. I'm reading no. two at the same time. I have ADD, so. I was about to say I read about three books at a time. Okay. Really? You read? I'm an um, avid reader. Though. Seb Diop. No, never. Civilization of Barbarism. No. You should read that. Okay. Ooh. Okay. You should read. Africa, I'm always you better give us all options. I'm saying, yo, no, it's like, like you have you have Africa, Mother Western civilization, mm-hmm. and you got they came before Columbus, Ivan Vincent. Okay. I mean, if y'all want to come to the okay. library, I have my library <laughs> card. Get your library card. Arthur taught you on PBS. Um, they they get your library card. They might have Atlanta in the Black That's Library. Yeah, saying. they may See, have it. I'm gonna go to the library. But yeah, and rent some books. So come with me, guys. Feel true. No, educate yourself. My fellow people. Never stop reading. You never know what you'd learn. Honestly. Yeah, it's imperative people read. So, (laughs) I felt you. I heard you. Please pass it on. But, yeah. (laughs) We're rapping. However, (laughs) I just want to thank you. I don't want to just, like, end it. But at the same time, I want people to know that you definitely dropped some gems. You let people know that it's a process. It's a hustle. We get it. You know, just... Unite with your people, you know what I'm saying? Work with your people. Work with your woman. You Figure to, it yeah. out. That's the first thing. You got if, Yo, if you don't have support. <sighs> I mean, but, like, even though, like, I suffer in silence with everything I do, it's still, like, yo, it's like, what's wrong? Nothing. Mm. And ten minutes later, you know this shit happened today? Like, yo, you know, it's like, you got to release because we need to release. As men, we need to release, too. Like, women always talk about, ah, hold me, love me, listen to me. Well, fuck, listen to me. Shit. Oh, where was you? T- All right, I'm, you know I'm, it's fine. <laughs> so, but yeah, you coming back, right? Yeah, <laughs> All right, yeah. definitely, definitely. <laughs> Alright, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. I appreciate your insight and I definitely appreciate the gems. Um, I know you're, you're a pretty low key guy. You know what I'm saying? Where can mm-hmm. people find you? What you got coming up? Um, at Miguel Unplugged. What I have coming up, honestly, um, I'm actually licensing everything I've ever done. So mm. I'm taking even indie artists that I work with and, um, want to work with some new people as well. But I'm just taking all of that because I, I, Something happened to me in the industry that I didn't talk about. The reason okay. why I held on to this shit. Okay. I had music stolen from me in 2005, and it came on someone's record. Ooh. Eight, uh, six out of eight songs. So I was like, yo. Ooh. Oh, um, it was it was 12 songs on the album. Yeah, maybe 13, but six out of the eight, and out of the six, four probably went number one. What I tell y'all, y'all split sheets. If you're in the no, room, it, it was like my brain was a split sheet because I didn't know. If okay, and that's fine, you know what? But that's the point of the kickback because we do things. We got journeys. Yeah. If you're in the fucking room and you have input, and this is coming from a previous studio manager from Sony and Graystone Park Studio, look here. 
if you say, yo, you you need to shift that right here and drop that down, you know, Split. replace that word with that. Boom. Sheets. Okay, that works. Get your yeah. money. Get your money. Yo, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you. Definitely come Real. back. Thank you so much. Like, Absolutely. Like, we appreciate you with the kickback. I do got some last-minute things. Um, I got announcements. So, you know, you talked about independent artists. Mm-hmm. Definitely artists, business, entrepreneurs, uh, whatever you got going on, hit us up at the Kickback Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have a post up. Um, but we want to know what you got going on. We're growing as we want you to grow with us. Yep. You know, so we're all about supporting our own, obviously. But, you know, we get it. It takes a village. Um, so definitely look out for that. The Kickback Podcast, ATL at gmail.com, Kickback Podcast on Instagram. Mm. Um, I wanted to shout out Brandy Turner, previous guest, Fuckboy Magnet. She has a Fuckboy Cleanse coming up on February 23rd, 7 p.m. Tickets on Eventbrite. Mm. Um, she said she needs women and men in attendance because she's trying to do the Fuckboy <laughs> book. So if you were at a previous episode, uh, shout out to Kiwi Podcast. That's gonna be interesting. It, yo, it was it was dope. Shout out to Brandy Turner. Um, I want to shout out to Yo Indigo Art for producing the art that, that you've seen on the Instagram page. Um, you've definitely seen the people in their zone, our recent guests in their zone, and if you're trying to get some work like that, come to the show. Get some of this black culture you know what I'm yo indigo art it's on the kickback podcast we do have merch coming mm, okay yeah, definitely shirts. get a kickback for sure. you know what i'm saying yeah, um, we do have merch coming thank of course what's like catering for bringing the food of as always talking tipsy talking ray tipsy as ray a boy the mimosas, you know shout out to angel for the hennessy shout, shout out to dj sip Shout oh, out to you. Danny V. Shout out to Girl thank V for showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, this will be dropping Tuesday. Hope you guys have a great week. Um, and we got we got some more thing, things coming in store for you guys. So, uh, we about to hit a year, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peace, right there. Uh, Kickback podcast, y'all. Yes, yes. Have a good week, guys. See you later.